The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Can you wait, wait, while we start, give me another drink. I'm recording now. Oh, yeah. Yo, it's the South Congress podcast. Um, how should we even frame this one? Should we say episode 97? So should we say episode 96.5? Peanut, what do you think? What should we what should we do? 96 and three quarters. 96 and three quarters? I, I think uh, what do you want to vodka and lemonade, please. And ginger ale. And maybe a little bit of tequila. Um, Some sorry. No, actually, here's what we'll do. This will be this will be 97 because We'll start with what we're doing now, then we'll talk about what we're doing going forward, okay? So, South Congress Podcast, episode 97. I'll wait till you turn around so we can do the thing we do. Do it really quick before you finish your drink. Turn around, turn around, turn around. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. We're joined by my man, Shells. Shells. <laughs> so, so, if you've listened um, to the show, you've heard some ads Jeez. with some of Shells' creative Things. That's right. Uh, Shells, introduce yourself to the, to the to audience. Keep, I had to keep ad-libbing my man C. Diddy over here for a second. Y'all know who it is, man. I told you it was going to happen, man. It's your boy Scorsese. It's your boy Cam. We got Peanut here, man. It's a long time coming. Cash Shit Podcast is finally here. Y'all thought I wasn't going to come through? Bad things are going to happen tonight. I can tell. <laughs> good things bad. are going to happen. What, ha- no, what happens good is... Good things. What happens is... so Good like, hope normally, things. Normally... <laughs> I can have, like, whenever somebody else is on Peanuts, I should show his ass. But when we have somebody with, like, energy, it gets worse. Um, Peanuts rifling through the bags. He's tall enough to where he could have not touched the, the paper bag at all. <laughs> and I've been, I've been drinking, so the battery's in the back. <laughs> oh, my God. So, at least to start the show, we want to talk about Worlds Collide and how this all kind of came about. So, working for who I work for... Um, sometimes I get to do this wrestling thing without having to come out of pocket a whole lot. Right. So there's a show in Houston this weekend, multiple shows. It's Royal Rumble weekend. For anybody not familiar, the best way to describe the Royal Rumble, like imagine if the draft lottery automatically meant you went to the Super Bowl. Kind of like that. Um... And not everybody listens to this watches wrestling. So, big can wrestling event. Oh, go ahead. Can I give him a better one? Yes. Y'all remember the fight scene from Anchorman? <laughs> where all the different channels showed up and they all just started fighting? That's the Royal Rumble. Whoever walked away is the winner. There we go. Yeah. So, you win this, you go to the main event of the biggest wrestling show of the year. Um, yeah. And we're at that, that, that first match. We're at the Pitchfork Battle Royal. You think there'll ever be a... A uh, moment where they're gonna have like a podcast Royal Rumble, where people like us get to be in a Rumble. Until what happens? The last person is standing in the ring. <laughs> you would I, I would be in it. You would win. I know I would. Because you would never run out of useless information to Come give on. to people. <laughs> that would be actually fascinating. I'd oh love my. to see a podcast. Royal it would Rumble. last so long because podcasting is the mm-hmm. most self-important medium there is. Which is why we do it so much. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the question the question would be though, like if you're gonna do a podcast Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. Like it have to be on a topic. And the problem is with a lot of people, they think they can talk about a topic for mm-hmm. a long time until they're actually be forced to talk about one specific thing. That's a big thing that we talked about a couple weeks ago, Peanut. We talk about regularly. It's just that if 
if you do a podcast because you think you and your friends sound good talking about things, it'll never work. If other people don't tell you what you say is interesting, you can't podcast. Right. And so we had enough of that to where mm-hmm. this thing worked. But yes. Yeah. A lot of people see truth in what I say, and it's pretty cool. At Why did you be... make it about you? No, no, it's not about me. I'm just saying like... You, you know, literally th- said a lot of no, people no. see no, be, no, <laughs> because, I say. Because people that listen to this, that subscribe... You're always trying to downplay shit I say, and oh no no no, like you know, peanuts dumb, whatever. But then there's a lot of people like, I never yeah. say you're dumb. Okay, man, not dumb, but you know, misogynistic, short sighted, somewhat vulgar, arrogant. But we need that for the world to go racist. around. We need yeah. that. We need that for the I world to go around. I respect a little bit of subtle racism. I it's mean, just, I, yeah, just I tend to agree with Peanut quite a bit on the podcast. I won't lie to you. I feel like sometimes the energy is... <laughs> Why am I finding this out <laughs> during the show? I'm just saying. I just appreciate I, you. All, you I'm are, say, all I'm saying we is... We talked for two hours. I know. I was here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like Sometimes sometimes the energy traverses the, the multiverse. Peanut. I mean, it just be like that sometimes. So, to get us back on topic, because I'm so upset now. Um, so, no... Um, I, I got tickets to Worlds Collide, which is a show between WWE's two smaller promotions, um, being NXT and NXT UK. Essentially, think of them as like their college program, for lack of a better term. Um, so, yeah, I had tickets to that and the big event, the Royal Rumble. And I was like, hey, I got tickets. I don't know where I'm going to go. So, me and Peter are just like talking at brunch. And he's like, hey, you got tickets? I want to go. I'll get a hotel. Let's go. So, we came. We're and here. The first part of this show is going to be me asking Peanut about the wrestling he just saw. So let, let's just get there. Mm-hmm. Um, we go to the NXT Worlds Collide show. Mm-hmm. First off, I'll do what my boss does. Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Thumbs in the middle. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, mm-hmm. To me, it was a thumbs up. And I think a lot of that is being familiar with what I'm seeing. My man, Jason... It is in the building. If you've listened to You, Me, and Wrestling, one of my earliest guests, mm-hmm. if you ever heard me rap for some reason, he had something to do with that. Sorry, little buddy. Um, I keep it wrapped up like Glad. Hey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, yeah. No so, daddy, so Jay. Jay um, and you guys won't be able to, like, see him. But, Jay, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Uh, I'm going to say thumbs up, man. I enjoyed it very much. It was a great product. But NXT, NXT excuse me, always, always produces. Okay. So, yeah, um, thumbs up for me, Shells. What you got? I mean, obviously, I don't like hiding my biases. I believe that, mm-hmm. you know, when you announce your biases, it tends to make people understand your commentary a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm clearly, like, I have a U.K. bias. Um, I love U.K. wrestling, uh, Progress, ICW, um, Schadenfreude, all that. Um, so, which your Schadenfreude shirt on as, see, as we do this. You see me flexing with the, with the ring conf, the official <laughs> ring conf. Yeah, they call it Imperium now, but it's RingConf. It's all the exact same people. Oh, that's right. I was wondering what, like, why Cam was laughing and stuff. And then, yeah, you know now everything I mean? makes sense. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's like, oh, he knows him. Okay. Right, right, right. You know what I mean. So um, I give the show a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some maybe some thumbs in the middle we could kind of quibble about. Yeah. But overall, um, the wrestling was excellent, and that really was what I wanted to see. And, and let's so I don't forget. Let's talk about the thing that happened after we left the show. So we leave. Yeah. We're walking back to the Holy hotel. Holy shit, man. Um, and, okay, so we didn't eat because we didn't have time. We got in at 4. Show started at 6. So by the time we got settled in, got liquor, showered, and got ready, it was time to go to the show, right? Mm-hmm. So we saw, like, a McDonald's outside. 
It was like, all right, we're going to McDonald's afterward. Yo, we all had like 20-piece chicken nuggets on our mind. There were going to be at least 180 nuggets mm-hmm. in this room <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah. and Bucket of nuggets. Through them bitches like Scrooge McDuck. All the nuggets, <laughs> I've right? I've been swamming that shit. So, uh, imagine we're walking to get the nuggets. It's like a group of people walking by, and it's like four or five guys and like three women. Two of the women are Sasha and Bailey. They're just walking along. You know, me not... Like, I, I try not to fanboy when I see people, because Peter and I have the priest home story. Yeah, so, that's funny. <laughs> I try not to make an ass of myself in front of people I see who are famous. I was like, hey, big fan. So me and Peter are walking, and we know this shells ain't with us no more. And he's like, hey, can I show you something? <laughs> and so I forget that he has a Sasha and Bailey tattoo. Mm-hmm. So he starts to like reach in his pants. Oh, hold up. See, he's about to tell his whole story wrong. He's like, reach, reach in my pants. No, no, no. Hold on. I said, Damn. at his pants. All right. And they all they all yeah. turn to look and I'm like, what is oh my god, what is happening? But he's showing them a tattoo. Um, and so it was really cool. And they took a picture of it, right? Did they? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't okay. get, I was trying to be polite because I yeah. saw they was oh. with some. So they're like, holes. you know, Sasha is notoriously standoffish mm-hmm. outside of like signings, which is cool. Like a grown woman like she don't owe us nothing it's cool so we see them so you know that's whatever then we keep walking and the mcdonald's is closed (laughs) nobody's in mcdonald's at 8 50 at night i'm pulling on the doors can we can we talk about that for like like super briefly yeah Yeah. because that's some wild shit um you know i'm already cursing but you know no it's fine but i I think it's on purpose shit bitch hey damn it Fuck. Hard R nigger. Okay. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I look, I'll be quick to drop a moon cricket or a motherfucking uh tar baby on your ass Jungle real quick. Bunny. Don't worry, don't worry. Spook spade. But okay. listen, go. Look, look, let's keep it a buck. When is the last time you've actually seen a closed McDonald's? Never. They don't close. Like, that's what I mean, right? Well, like, I mean, I you know, I, I currently live in in it, uh, in, in Kyle they do. Nah, I've never yeah. like I can in I, Kyle they do. Kyle's a different. Yeah. And where? Kyle. Kyle. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's Kyle. 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 Like it, Kyle. Like the name Kyle. Yes. Like Kyle. Barker. Yeah. That shit sound racist as fuck. <laughs> yeah. That sound like a place. Well, well, why did y'all both do that? Hold on. Hold on. Kyle, the, Texas the, sounds like a place well, that my black ass cannot on. enter. Well, one of the high schools <laughs> in Kyle is called uh, Hayes. It's called the Hayes Rebels. Hayes? Hayes Rebels. Oh, hell no. Hayes the County. <laughs> Hayes no. Yes, they do. no. They do. So these they fly and they fly old red. Old they do. Bite out that motherfucker. Nah, we, we play, we play them. Look, the man, district. I'm from district. I'm from Southwest Philadelphia. Uh-huh. I see old red like I got two choices. That's like that's the fight or flight response uh-huh. kicks in ASAP. Yeah. Absolutely. So, look, I'm going to keep it a buck. I've been on this earth for 38 years. I haven't seen a McDonald's close like at a regular time. Since like ninety four, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it don't like happen. since the first since the first George Bush was in in office. You know what I mean? Like it don't happen. Hell, the Taco Cabana in Kyle closes. <laughs> Taco Cabana's twenty four seven. Yeah, wild shit, isn't it? But see, I never Taco Cabana. I guess so. Yeah, Taco Cabana. They have one in Kyle. I, I don't I know did. what that is. It's a it's like a fast food taco. It's like Taco joint. Bell, but like good. Yeah. Well, Taco Bell's good. But, I mean, it's like Taco mm. Bell, but mm. it'll kill you slower. That's that's what I want. They yeah. actually they use actual beef and not the Taco Bell fake Real, beef? They use actual Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. Which helps. Yo, like, cause. there's Pedro's and Juanita's flipping that shit. Oh. Okay, I'm in there. I'm in there. Yeah, it's good shit. Um, so, oh, okay, so, yeah. They the only, the only, look, I'll tell you like this. The only Spanish places I go to 
like I know they sell cocaine out the back. Probably there's a little, there's a, I'm, I'm just keeping a buck. Like there's a little spot out in uh, Maryland where I go, and I'm telling you, there's just two bulls that just sit in the back. They don't cook, they don't clean, they don't do anything. They're just there, and there's like 20 cameras. The place is only as big as this room. Mm-hmm. So I know, I know we. This oh, is you a, know it's good then. It's clearly it's an audio medium, so y'all can't see the size of this room. But it's a it's a single it's a hotel room, mm-hmm. and you walk in. There's like five different types of like fire ass fucking uh, sauces. It's uh, grandma in the back, and she cooks, and it's just these two motherfuckers. They just sit there. They don't do anything. They just stare at you the whole time. Yeah, the right. food is fucking incredible, <laughs> but I know for a fact they move heavy. They move heavy work. Mm-hmm. Because the place is like it's like I'm just telling you like it's and it's hard to set the scene unless you just see it. But it has it, the restaurant has no business being where it is. It's in the middle of like a residential location. There's just nothing but houses all around it. There the are church. no tables. There are no. There's one table. There's, there's one table. No, nah, look, I'm not. <laughs> I'm dead ass serious. It's, and it's, it's two bull. And you just sit there, and it's this young girl. She never goes to school. She can't be more than like 15. I've oh, never shit. seen her in school, and I've walked in there like random times just to check. And that's probably why they keep their eye on me because they're like, "Yo, you a grown ass man? It's like 2 p.m. Why are you here? I just wanted a fucking burrito, but <laughs> I also just wanted to see if she happened to be here. And she's there. She's never in school. Mm-hmm. And then it's the two, it's the two bulls in the back, and they just sit at the table, and you just be like, "Damn, I know y'all niggas moving work." <laughs> <laughs> and so you just you just eat your food and you go. You just hope, you just hope like nobody pops off. I'm like I'm telling you, you walk in, there's like eight cameras, and I'm not joking. Damn. And it's probably like two I missed. Yeah. You know, well, like, as a black man, I'm used to seeing cameras, so you know my eyes, <laughs> you my know, eyes follow this shit. Go you know, ahead, you know it sounds like he's describing Fred's fish fry. Peanut has a conspiracy. Talk to me about this. There's Fred's this, fish fry sounds fire. There's a restaurant chain in San Antonio called yeah, Fred's is, fish fry. I'm down with alliterative, alliterative restaurant names. You know the food is good. You ain't never seen nobody in Fred's. Yes. Okay. But he's okay. never seen Fred's clothes. Okay. So, so he, that's some South Philly mob shit. We so, don't talk. So he, Hold he, here's the thing. So Fred's fish fry. Mm-hmm. It's been around for ages. Like since like my mom was like this tall. Yay okay. big. Okay. I've never heard or seen of a Fred's Fish closed down, like shut down. They don't advertise. Right. There's no coupons. <laughs> there's, there, there's never, there's never really any cars out there, and the stores look plain as fuck. There's like maybe white paint on the walls, like you said, mm-hmm. couple tables, small front. There's a drive-through, but these motherfuckers randomly pop up, and there's no one ever there, and it's like. I mean, you shouldn't add no. Rectangle, rectangle fish is good, but you know. Yeah, Fred's Fred's fish scale. That's not no fish fry. <laughs> <laughs> Straight fish scale. We know what they move in. Look, man. I'm but it's so, it's so good though. That's the best. Listen, I'm telling you, if your if your local restaurant doesn't sell drugs, like the food's not good. I'm just I'm just saying, like if you walk in, and I, I, I I've, I've had the same theory because I feel like they make sure the food is good because you don't question them. Mm-hmm. If the food is bad, then you start wondering, like, why is this here? But if it's delicious, you just buy the food or you leave. Mm-hmm. That, that allows them to stay open all times of night. They can sell their work. Life is good. I don't want them to close. I don't even, I don't even know the name of the, of the Mexican restaurant. I'll just keep it a buck. I know where it is. I know how to get to it. I'm not even sure it has a name now that I think about it. 
Like, there's no signage. There's nothing. They don't advertise. There's yeah. no... You can't DoorDash. I can't have them deliver. Yeah. They grub <laughs> hub. They can't they deliver any food. Like they don't have an Uber Eats name. <laughs> yeah, there's no Uber Eats, motherfucker. Like, like I'm no. saying. They're like, no. If you don't work here, don't put your car if, up here. If you don't know where it is, you don't know how to get... They only take cash. <laughs> like, there's no... You can't swipe your card. They only take cash. Oh, shit. That's how I look. That's why I said I know they sell work, man. Like, you... Like, yo... Cam, you know my, my fellow front row boy, Rene G. Castillo. I do. Shout out to Rene. You know what I'm saying? He always with me. He can verify this entire story. We mm-hmm. went to two places. One there, one in Philly, 62nd Street. I took him down there. And it was the, the grandma. She, we walked in. We just wanted a drink. Um, this was back the very first NXT show they did in Philly. So this is after they did the joint. I know. I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit. <laughs> but they did the show in San Jose. Then they did the show in Philly. Live, right? We walked down there to get a drink. We walk in, you know what I'm saying? Uh, grandma's right there. And she just looked, she's just shocked that somebody walked in the store. And so now we already shook because she turned real like, whoa. We like, oh shit. Yo, we good? If we got ready to leave. She's like, no, no, no. As soon as we ordered a drink, three people walked out the back and they just sat down. So we tried. Just, yeah. Yeah, they just watching us. And we like, damn, we didn't even order no food. Like, so we just, all right, bet we're going to try to get a drink. And we trying to do this. We slow drinking the drink. And she just staring at us, three dudes staring at us. One guy got his hands under the table. We don't know what the fuck going on. <laughs> I'm like, damn, cuz I'm about to die. I just wanted to watch uh motherfucking Enzo and Big Cass wrestle. This is before we knew Enzo was a scumbag. <laughs> so we were like, damn, I just wanted to watch Peter, him wrestle. You like Enzo for a while. You know what I mean? Hey, look, man, I ain't gonna hold you. He's still a good people. <laughs> look, man, I don't know the fucking realest, realest, real, realest guys in the room. Like we was still yeah, look. I ain't gonna hold you. Like we not gonna do that. I don't know what the hell that is. So hey, look, man. Enzo and Big Cass was doing it, man. All right. Before we realized it, you know, Enzo was a scumbag. And what did he do? Real quick. What you mean? What didn't he do? That's the bigger question. Oh, you That's mean, wild boy. I'm real. I'm real. I'm real big on ignoring the uh, the racists and the rapists in the oh, wrestling shit. industry. So oh. Enzo falls somewhere in between both of those, which is kind of weird. Mm. Like you're not quite sure he did either one, but you're pretty sure he likely did them both. Yikes! <laughs> so we'll leave that alone, and you know, hopefully uh, the Tamatanga shoot fight goes yeah, down. Yeah, he's gonna smoke him. Okay, so wrestling. Go ahead. Um, let's talk some wrestling. <laughs> not Peanut. random. Not random um, drug fronts. Shout out to our man Roy, <laughs> um, who I didn't know worked at the Toyota Center. And we went to get our tickets at Will Call. He was there. He was like, hey. I was like, hey. Um, so, yeah. Negro Bane the Shark. You follow him on the <laughs> Negro socials. Bang the Shark? Negro Bane the Shark. Oh, Bane. Bane. I thought you said Bang the Shark. Oh. I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. It's a lot of movement. Um, so, he got to come, like, sit yeah, with us for the show for a while. And he saw you before I saw you, as a matter of fact. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and we were sitting Hey. One spot apart. Where did the yeah, homie but, go, by the way? Because I didn't even see him when he left. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, but um, yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about the the real story there, though. After? No, 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 no. Okay. When we pulled up and we were getting the will call tickets. Okay. The red dress. Oh, yeah, she was Ooh. tough. Oh. Listen, Uh-oh. this is the thing. There's this joke that I purport. It's partly my fault about me having this fascination with white women. I get it. It's funny. <laughs> it's a good joke. Mm-hmm. Um, the white women think it's a joke. The thing about Latinas being untrustworthy and heartbreakers, that's all true. That's very um, true. If you saw Bad Boys for Life, you should know. Don't go raw on a Latina. All, it can only bring heartbreak and murder. Facts. So don't do that. But there's this idea that I'm not attracted to black women. But he still fucks with them. Well, yeah, but... <laughs> 
let's let's stay on on task. Yeah, this idea that I don't do. You know, oh, can I tell that story on yes, the pod? Yes, oh my God. yes, yes. Please so, yo, do tell it. Here it is. Okay, now hear this shit. I got. So, okay, listen, listen, listen. We were out like a few weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And it was, no, no, not even a few weeks ago. Like, Don't let me play myself. About a month or so. We were out. It was, no, not a month. This was like two, three months ago. I want to play yeah, myself okay. on this. Because yeah. <laughs> Streets is watching. All right? They're <laughs> so watching you, not me. Me and Peanut have yeah, been, we, we've been hanging out. And there's this girl we always see. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Dark-skinned girl, long, curly hair, really pretty smile, real slender. Take all my baby Super good-looking batter. girl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'd always see her, mm-hmm. and she was real nice to us. And I would tell her, like, yo, like, I can't, you, I can't deal with you. Like, look at you. What I'm going to do with you? And I'll be dead serious. Like, I can't, I got nothing for you, baby. My credit score don't agree with you. Here it is. My height don't agree with you. Like, baby, ain't nothing I can do for you, you right? You sound like mistakes, but I'm going to let you have them. Well, here's the thing. Go ahead. I, I thought what I was saying was going to work. She was like, no, no, no. She was like, no, you're more than enough. What are we going to do together? I said, oh, okay. So finally, <laughs> she was like, all right, well, let's get together this day. I said, all right, bet. Take her number. We got a date set for Thursday, right? Never called her. Never texted her. I got busy. Shit comes up, right? So. That's some savage shit. Well, so I start seeing this girl, right? And I'm, I'm not allowed to talk about seeing her because she don't want people to talk about her. But I'm seeing this girl. We agree to go out on a Friday night, right? As She's last like, night. Hey, show up, Peanut. <laughs> so she's like, all right. Well, you um, time the whole two, three months thing. I just want- she said, I know you. Yeah, I, nigga, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I let me set the time. Right. You just you just ride. Okay? So she says, uh, she's like, I know you're leaving for the weekend. I want to see you. Um, let's go to the movies. I said, all right, bet. She said, let's go see Bad Boys at 8.15. I said, great. Right after we agree, I get a text from my group text for the kids' basketball team I used to coach. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, we got a game tonight at 7.40. I ain't known this girl a long time. I want her to know that I exist out here in the world. I don't just be out drinking and flirting, Right. So I want to show her I do something wholesome. Wait, what? Well, that people think that about her whole lives. No, see, I had it out finally. (laughs) Finally, heading out to to get the lie off. So, (laughs) all right, all right, right. right. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take her to the game. I said, yo, can you move the tickets an hour back so that we can go watch the kids play? She said, all right, cool. So I said, all right. We got the tickets moved back. So we go to the 915 show. I tell her, be in my place at 720, and we're going to go to the show. Man, how about 720 comes around. She's in the room, and I get a text saying, yo, the game was at 640. We didn't know, so we had to forfeit. So now we can't go to the game. So we go get a drink before the movie. Then we go to the movies. I walk in that movie theater at 910. The girl I faded all them months ago is in there with her homegirl at the theater. (laughs) And she looking dead at me. When I tell you I did not make eye contact with this girl, luckily I saw her first and I saw her burning a hole in my head. And then 
I hear her talking to her homegirl. I'm in row F. She's in row J. Right? So E F G H I J. Four, five, right? Four. So she's can see me from where I am. I'm not gonna describe anything about the girl that I'm seeing, but you know her ethnicity. I do. So she's one to establish that she's there with somebody. So <laughs> It's very clear who I'm there with. So not only does she have to like be like, oh, that's the nigga I don't like because he stood me up. Right. She has to see who I'm there in the movie with. Clearly. <laughs> but was it an upgrade? This is what matters. This is look, this is the most important thing you're gonna say. Because I don't think it's fair no, to I wanna... evaluate women like that. Motherfucker, I don't wanna hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so but we're I'm gonna... doing okay. Here so, <laughs> yo, when I tell you I walked out that motherfucking movie so fast, I almost missed the uh, the second scene, the second end credit scene. I was like, oh shit, that's his son, and rolled right out that bitch. Uh, spoiler alert. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I show like, sure way you seen the motherfucking son. All right. Oh my All right. god. Here we go. Come on. Okay, so wrestling. Um, <laughs> but no, um, Houston's been good to me. Peanut and I went to the liquor store, and a woman was catcalling me from a bike. From one of those pedal bikes where you drink and shit, where everybody has pedal to move. Oh, the pedal. So what? what yeah, the, she could. Clap. So are you still pedal? You was winning. She, she got okay. strong ass legs. Like oh, crack, she, oh, crack she, a walnut thighs. Oh, she she was definitely great value, Lizzo. Oh, 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 I don't know about that then. That's like industry plant, Lizzo. Uh, uh-uh. it's Texas, baby. You know. <laughs> nah, a little, was, we 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 don't like our chocolate milk two percent. So no, hold up, hold up, freeze, freeze, one second. Cause one thing to have like two percent chocolate milk, but that like even sound good. Sorry. It sounds okay. I don't know. Depends on what you. Is it like Nestle, or is it like the Nest Quick, like the the powder? No, 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 no. no. We put no. We all syrup. That's what I need. That's and what I said. So it's the, different then. That we can doesn't really matter the, the milk type then. We can fuck with it. But I was saying, is it more like what's the um what's the fake what's the fake chocolate the, the milk? Ne- the Nest Quick, the YooHoo. Yeah, the YooHoo is it oh, more like was, is it like YooHoo Lizzo? Yeah, because if it's like YooHoo Lizzo, then it's not. No, we don't. We don't like bunnies. Yeah, um, that shit's disgusting. <laughs> so wrestling, come on. <laughs> we'll get, we get to the damn show one day. Our problem was we were like, yo, I don't know if we could do a wrestling show than a regular show. This is a regular show. <laughs> we yeah, were there already. I tried to tell you. Yeah, you, you did. Mm-hmm. So this is just episode ninety-seven. Yeah, let's talk uh, this shit. Peanut. Yeah. Opening match that we saw, mm-hmm. Finn Balor and Druganoff. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the opening match? Again, you not knowing these guys from Adam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you thought first. It was okay. I, I wasn't. I don't know. It didn't really grab my attention because I was just kind of looking at the the move sets. Like it, it, they're really stiff. They're very stiff. But I think stiff. I don't know if you're thinking stiff in the way that I'm thinking stiff. Um, pause stiff. on this whole thing. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking stiff in a good way, like slapping the shit out of somebody. Yeah. But you, what do you mean? I mean stiff like like they weren't. It it was it wasn't fluid it wasn't flowing really yeah hmm. I, okay. I I didn't get like I, I still think like in in my in my opinion the Fatal Four was the best match well let's can we let's get, get there, there. <laughs> I, so I I can actually I agree with Peanut here I think out of all the matches the first match was probably the I know, quote unquote worst mm-hmm. and I think okay. it's because they they lack chemistry yeah um. Mm-hmm. By themselves, Finn Balor is, of course, excellent. Uh-huh. And, you know, if you have never seen uh, Ilya Joganoff before wrestle, um, he's ex- he's an excellent wrestler. They're both excellent. very athletic. I don't think, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Super athletic. But, you know, the crowd didn't know Ilya Joganov, so there was no there's no heat behind mm-hmm. him. Which didn't help um I think the overall like feeling of the match. Mm-hmm. How many NXT UK matches has he had? Has he had any matches or just running? No, he's had quite a few matches at this point. He actually had a if you go back to the NXT Liverpool. Okay. He had an excellent match. This one. Yes. Okay. He had an incredible match with Cesaro. Okay. Like that's a that's a must watch. Opening match, right? Uh-huh. That's why I missed it. And I'm thinking about it, yeah. And I think if you haven't if you haven't seen that yet, that's a must watch match Ooh. from the end of twenty nineteen. <laughs> Go back and watch that peanut and you'll kinda get a better sense of like who Droganoff is. Mm-hmm. Um and I think you you might go back and you watch this match again. You might like it a bit more. But even with that, I do agree with like the overall premise. Like they just didn't have any chemistry. I was sitting there looking at it, I was like, is this like Nikolai Volkov 2.0, like what's, wow. what's going on here? <laughs> I think Finn Balor still gets you know an amazing reaction, and he should. Yeah. Um, he still does the hand raise thing. Yeah, looks is... great still, but he couldn't have been a heel in that match. Like mm-hmm. he just, yep. you can't heal up a guy they've never seen, like you said. Yep. So let, let's cut the bullshit though. Let's get right to the nitty gritty. Mm-hmm. I really see why he does that milk vid, milk video. No, no, no. You please wait. Let's let's um. do this in order. But we'll, we'll get there. I don't so, care about none of the other shit. Let's just get elite, right to the Fatal four-way match. Elite. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Fatal four-way match. Um, you had Swerve, Devlin, mm-hmm. Travis Banks, and Angel Garza mm-hmm. for the NXT mm-hmm. Cruiserweight title. Crazy action. Um, you said that was your favorite match of the mm-hmm. night. Um, what stood out about it to you? Did anybody stand out? Did just yeah, the so, stand out? Yeah, Swerve and Angel Garza, they, they, were, they were moving quick. They, yeah. they were... They were countering moves like, like you know on the fly. It it did it didn't look like you can tell it was like natural. Like wrestling comes natural to them. They didn't have to think about shit. Swerve. Swerve is right. Ar- he at, out of everybody in that ring, he was definitely the tallest. Mm-hmm. I think he's right around like six feet. Okay, mm-hmm. like five. Because he six looks feet. yeah taller. Angel than Garza kept his pants on. Mm-hmm. See. So okay, so Angel Garza. Those pants are dope as fuck. I, I fucking love. I thought Angel Garza, Garza was always going to be like NXT mid card. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden he wins the title. And then, yeah, he's having great matches. Even though he already lost it. And we didn't even talk about that. I'm, Finn Balor beat Druganoff. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat Devlin. Not Pat Devlin. Um, Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin. The import killer. Pat Devlin? I have no I idea. I know some religious preacher. Who knows? Okay, fine. Right. Jordan Devlin. <laughs> he might um, sell you weed. Wins. There you go. Okay. Sound like so a weed here's head. something that you might find interesting. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor from the first match mm-hmm. is uh, Jordan Devlin is his, his protege. So I don't trainer. know how much of that you okay. caught. But okay. yeah, he's just, you know, big head mode Finn Balor. He's a big fucking head. <laughs> His head is... And, and what's crazy, like, when you have a big head, you're like 5'6". Is, is he the one that has, like, the big dick? That's Finn Balor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know there's plenty of times that, like, like that drug and I do is I was like, hey, he's grabbing it by his dick. Yes. That, like, when you when pick him up, he, like, when he got behind, he's, like, grabbing his dick. I'm like... It's that toss suplex. He's doing this. Yeah, yeah. Thing. It's like a... It's like, a, it's like a dick butterfly suplex or something. You know. A dick butter a dick peanut butterfly to reel you back in. So the Fatal Four Way was your favorite match. Mm-hmm. Dick butterfly. Um, that sounds like the a wild thing fucking I think porn. Is different. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing I think from when you were watching wrestling. Uh-huh. I mean, there are just athletes all over the place in wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's more acceptable to be, you know, a a boxing welterweight size in wrestling than it's ever been before. Um, just what did you like about that match? Other than, just what did you like? The Fatal 4 Yeah. Just how how the transitions, like, from the moves. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, it was natural. 
to me, it seemed like they weren't thinking about it. They're just going. They're just doing it. It didn't seem like and my biggest criticism of like the young bucks, who who are crazy athletic and mm-hmm. can go can wrestle for four hours straight and do all that kind of shit. It seems like so much of their stuff has such a setup that yep. it takes me out of what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. But I felt like tonight it, it seemed really natural. Yeah, like I like said, that was you know it was natural. Whereas like a lot of the other matches, like they were. Not so much botches, but they, they would just like kind of stop. Like they're like, oh wait, mm-hmm. like hold on, I gotta think I, about this. Yeah, you, can, you I, can see the wrestler thinking their way through it. And I'm kind of like, okay, this is why you're in that's NXT. It. Okay, cool. But, um, and, but but you know, like I said, that that's just why I like about the Fatal Four. It was just it was just smooth. It was natural. It was organic. Like that's the kind of shit I like to see. You know, just like just go with it, just do it. You know, smooth transitions. I think you know, there's a feeling. I think one of the things when you saw that Fatal Four Way. Um, that really stood out, and Peanut kind of touches on it. But you have four wrestlers in the ring with a ton of experience, mm-hmm. um, and a ton of experience wrestling different styles. And that was the biggest thing. A lot of people, if you don't know Swerve, um, he was kill shot in uh, Lucha Underground. Okay. So he had a ton of experience wrestling Luchador oh, style. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what exactly, I mean? So yeah. he knows, that, like, him and Garza. That's why him and Garza click so well, because mm. he knows how to wrestle that style that Garza's used to wrestling. Then you have uh, Travis Banks um, and Jordan Devlin, who are both you know UK trained, but they also did a lot of PWG work. So again, they've wrestled Swerve a ton of times. They wrestled Garza a ton of times. Um, and even when they did mess up, you know, little things and it's little subtle stuff that mm-hmm. if you've watched them for a while, you kind of see like where they're slipping and things. Didn't they know really how to know. cover yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you would never the average to the average eye, you're never gonna notice. Yeah, it. Like, like to me, I thought it was kind of flawless. If they if they messed up, I didn't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. because again, when you're a pro, mm-hmm. you make the mess up, the slip look like it's a part of the match. It looks yeah. like oh, I'm tired. I you know my leg crumbles up under me. Not oh shit. My leg slipped, and I was supposed to be yeah. right here at this point. And then the other guy doesn't just like stop running; he expects the other guy to get up in time, and so it looks good. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff I think that really kind of stood out. Um, I think one thing, bro they they keep fuck, they can't figure out Swerve's music for nothing under the sun. Yeah, <laughs> Swerve's his his intro music. I know it seems like a really like minor weird thing, but it, it doesn't match his character, and they can't they can't click I think it. One thing that I I gave them credit for, and I tweeted about this a couple of days ago. Um, having like uh, a JD Williams and a Cornell Gunter in house, I, I think that's really cool to just have creatives around. You know, um, I think that if somebody asked them what his music should be, I think they would have some good input on that. Um, Don't get me started on JD Williams. <laughs> well, but I'm gonna let you have it. He is. I, I have criticisms about that kid too. Yeah. But I, I do think that if you went to them and said, "Hey," Because I think they do absorb a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Said, hey, what should this guy's music be? I think they would come up with something. Like, I think I use Leo Rush's music as my creative wrestling music on nice. WWE 2K19. I think it's that good. Um, I think that, yeah, like Swerve, they hit more than they miss on music. I agree. But I think that you take a couple of weeks to say, okay, this is what they needs to be. But I agree. Um, it's like but, his but, fourth theme, though. That's like the weird part. It's like they can't. They can't settle because Swerve. Because uh, mm-hmm. when you think about it, I think it's more so like they don't understand the character. Mm-hmm. You know, when you saw Swerve on the Indies, he was coming out to um, the Shaka Khan, mm-hmm. and it's real smooth. It's real creative. It allows him, and he still uses the same mannerisms. Mm-hmm. That's what's weird. Yeah. When he comes out to the ring, he's still doing the hand mm-hmm. waving. He's still got the glasses. Still real smooth, but the song's not matching it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I think that's one of the reasons why the crowd, they don't really connect with him until he starts wrestling. Yeah. And, and as soon as he's in the ring, it's swerved. They figure swerve, it out. They go, swerve, oh, yeah. right. And it's easy, to, it's easy to connect with him. As soon as he starts moving, and you're like, oh, yeah. this motherfucker is cool as shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He stands it's out. It's Uzi. Yeah. That's what he needs. Uzi. I, actually, I, don't, I wouldn't disagree with that. And, yeah. I, and I, think that, I think that's where you really kind of need that connection. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously... Uh, Jordan Devlin is, and I, you know, he's probably one of the best wrestlers. He's so good at everything. Like, like I can't. And, and you think about how many people Finn Balor's like trained. Mm-hmm. Um, even though Jordan Devlin is, I'm not saying he's doing the Finn Balor impersonation, but from trainer to student, I think he's the closest to a one-one. And there's nothing yep. wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like that's a very good template to follow. Yep. Um, yeah, he's he's so good. Like nope. him and Bate. Uh, from Takeover is my match to beat this year yep. so far. It's so good. You know, what he reminds me of. Um, and I guess we we do like a one to one comp. You remember uh, Pop Pat? I don't know. Before fuck. he was, yep, yep. When yep. he was still Adrian Neville mm-hmm. back in NXT. Uh, that's really because Jordan Neville he mixes in a lot of those big power moves that mm-hmm. uh that Pack used to mix in. Um, I I keep wanting to call him Neville. It's throwing me off because you kind of keep it whatever Pat. So we're gonna call him right now. But he mixes in a lot of those really big power moves along with like a lot of the athletic stuff. Um but I think I think the person that held that match together though was really Travis Banks. You know He was really good. And mm-hmm. for him to be kind of the forgotten guy in the match, yep. he was really good. And he's yep. somebody I haven't seen a whole lot of. But yeah, he that it was just good overall. Yeah. Like I really liked it. So here's my question for mm-hmm. you guys. Um this is something I, I tweeted about it when it happened, when I I posted the results. And I'm kind of wondering, like, if that was the case or if this was just, you know, kind of my eyes watching it. Was Angel Garza supposed to break up that last pin? That was either perfect <laughs> or I, I said yes, he was supposed to. Because right. you can tell because the way the ref, when he's going on three, he was like, he kind of hesitated a little bit and they said, ah, fuck it. Because he had to do his job. Yeah. I've, I've never seen that finish. That close. Yeah. So I was like, oh. I, I, so I, I think, yeah, he was supposed to. Jason, any input Can I tell you? One? I've seen that once. Okay. And it was ironically enough at an NXT show, mm. NXT Brooklyn. I'm gonna, you remember I'm gonna, the four way with uh, Emma, Becky Lynch? Mm-hmm. Um, way back. Way back. Mm-hmm. And Becky was supposed to kick out, and she forgot. And the ref counted the three because mm-hmm. refs, refs are always trained just to count the you three. You got to go, yeah. You count it like it's, a, like it's a shoot, like what's happening in the ring is real. And Becky forgot to kick out, and Emma, quote unquote, won a title shot that she never got. <laughs> they just kind of hope you forgot about it, and it was kind of a weird. That's thing. kind of like when uh, some years ago, when um, I'll never forget this, and this is where I was kind of like, I guess like wrestling broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> what you be talking about, dog? No, Ooh. no. So, hear me out. Uh, it was a tag team Money in the Bank, and Crime Time won. They never got to cash in on that shit. Crime Time is still owed a title shot. Yes, and ever since then, I like I, I would wait. Okay. When's crime time get to, like I will literally just watch and see if they're gonna get cash in. Then next thing you know, they're getting set to like Brooklyn Brawler status. <laughs> and then next thing you know, they're gone. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? What happened? Like mm-hmm. they won the the tag team money in the bank. Like, what the fuck? They talk about like, it. Like, wait a minute. Hey, what the fuck's going on here? That's what I said, you know what? The hell is this wrestling shit? I was like, you know what? If anybody if anybody wants my network password, here you go. Here's my shit. Peanut. Yeah. <laughs> DIY versus Mustache Mountain. Mm-hmm. This is something I admittedly hyped up to you, you as 
um, you know, how good DIY was, number one. But number two, that Tyler Bate, mm -hmm. all five, six and a half of them, was just the strongest human being in the world. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that uh, <laughs> Trent Seven, for however badly he was built, could do all the wrestling. So My first vegan. question is, the white did, I, yeah, did yeah. I He's lie? vegan, and it makes yeah. no sense. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't believe in fat vegans. And they can still drink. Oh, yeah, he drinks a lot. <laughs> but, Peanut, did Somebody I lie hung about out anything I said about the, the, the young boy being super strong and the other guy being able to do all the moves? I think you lied about the fat guy. The, the guy being strong, yeah, okay. I can see it. You think I lied about the fat guy? He was hitting I, fucking suplex. Well, I, you know what? He didn't do a dragon suplex, which he's done. He didn't really do anything. I, I thought he Bird, did a big lot. burning hammer? He, but I he think didn't. that he did do a burning hammer. But I, I think that the way I, I described it, is not the way that it looked. Yeah, I like I, it, it, I, I was like, this is this guy's very mid. Okay. And Ooh. I disagree. And, and, and this and this too. this crowd is overhyping. Like I, I felt like this crowd was like vintage Greg Oden when, <laughs> when, when, when no, well, well, Portland fans to Greg Oden like whenever Greg Oden like after his eight millionth surgery of the fucking finally okay. played and you know put up a shot and made it and everybody goes nuts like they act like he fucking dunked from half court. But I just kind of feel like, like the crowd like over was like over appreciate or not over appreciate. What's but, but, well, can I tell you? Like, they're over celebrating. I'm just like, that, okay. Doesn't that speak to how well they've done before tonight, though? Mm -hmm. For them to react to them like that, I don't know. I mean, because wrestling fans are a lot different now than it was back then. Like, like just life in general. Is a lot different now than it was like some time ago. Where it's like, tell we, me what's we, different about life. We 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 over. Peanut, not to cut you. I just yeah. just a quick clarifying question. Mm -hmm. Is this your first yes, time yes. seeing yes, uh, NXT? Yes. No, not not NXT, but just Mustache Mountain. Period. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That and that's the thing. Like I can't I can't fault you for being like why are they reacting to them like this? I, I guess like my thing was Cam was like oh like these these guys can fucking go and I'm like okay cool and then I see it I'm just like. I, I think they went. I think the four of them I'm really like, went. I, so, Al Snow can do this, okay? Here's my. He I love some Al Snow. I do love Al Snow. So Al, I was waiting for what does everybody want? And Al Snow go so, that shit. I mean, so I think yes, there's sir. a there's a balance uh, as somebody who has like watched Trent Seven when he was like carrying multiple organizations, mm -hmm. who's seen like he Trent, carried organizations. Oh yeah, ICW. Original ICW champ before he lost it to, uh, to Drew Gall Drew McIntyre. Who you'll see tomorrow. Now, right? Monster. Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, he's like, been around a while, right? Trent Seven. But he's like twice his original size. Yeah. Trent yeah. Seven. Trent Seven. I is, like Drew McIntyre. Yeah. That was super mid. But. Trent, Trent has been around for a long time, and so has Drew, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and, no, I know Drew McIntyre. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember. And then, it, like, I've seen, and I, I'm like, up front, like, I've seen, like, Trent wrestle, like, big time matches. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I've seen Trent wrestle, like, big comedy matches. Um... And so I, I think that's why this is actually interesting to hear somebody who's like never seen him before mm -hmm. and never really seen him wrestle. I don't think this was their biggest like work rate match. You know what I mean? Where it's just like a, a 20 minute sprint where they're just going all out. It was very slow. It was very slow. And I, I, my, I, it couldn't keep my attention a lot. Like half the time, like, and the, the, I was legit, like when the matches, I was like sitting like this. Like, I was watching because, mm -hmm. you know, that was my, this, this is my first show. Mm hmm. Live show I've been to since uh, WrestleMania 25. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And so, well, because, again, a lot of it had to do with 
the way Crime Time was done with that money in the bank. Respect. So, I, so, I fucked with that. Shout out to JTG so, one so, time. Yeah, man. exactly. Shag ass boss. Exactly. You. you know, and ever since that happened, like I just I got the network, but I you know I was like, hey, whoever needs it, let me. I just give it to everybody. Give my login to everyone. Like, you know, mm-hmm. fuck with man. He's not get. You know, he'll get my nine ninety nine. But you know what? He's on. He's on my part. He's gonna rob him. See, that, so you gonna fuck around and get my prices raised. You gotta cut this shit out the podcast. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you, McMahon. You fucking coward. Come on, but hey, anyway, hey, chill out, dog. And so, yeah, hey, McMahon, you fucking coward. Anyway, um, <laughs> and so this is my first. This is my first live show watching. Okay. And so you know, I'm like, okay, this is, I remember hearing these names, and I'm just kind of like, no, like. This is very boring. This is very mid. Like, th- this fat guy can't move for shit. I'm like, okay, the little guy, yeah, he can go. He's strong. He's doing cool shit. The other guys, yeah, they're, they're not bad. I was like, this fat fuck. I was like, he can't. And now he's a fat vegan. Now I'm like, oh, now I hate him more kind of thing. Because to, to me, like, fat and vegan d- don't mix. So I... <laughs> <laughs> so it's always... because So, like, the entire, like, British strong style, they're all mm. vegans, right? Like, uh, Pete Dunne... Yeah, that's another. I can't. I'm not yeah. gonna. The, the, their dietary concerns and needs, which I respect, I, but again, I will say I don't vegans, think you respect it. I do. I, 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 if I will you're a fat say vegan. This, I'm right? like, you're not a vegan. Nah. you're cheating somewhere. I think he just drinks a lot Something of fucking alcohol. He's that's fucking, that's yeah, not being just, vegan. He's fucking British. Hops um, and barley and. Drink. I will say this shit. Um, <laughs> if that match, and I, I think I think it, it comes down to a couple of different things. One, you got Johnny Gargano coming back from injury. Um, and they, they, you know, they're trying to save something for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Tommaso Ciampa, who, quite frankly, is probably on borrowed time as far as like his in ring. Yo, his mm-hmm. neck is as his neck is as big as his hotel, but it's also a stack of dimes. Yeah, like I think that like with so his he's neck, edged basically. Not he's not at edge point yet, but, but he's, he's almost there, baby. Yeah, but he's young. At least Edge is like fifty fucking years old. Man, yeah, Tommaso Ciampa ain't super young. Yeah, Tommaso's but been going older for a than while. Me. Nigga, everybody's older than us. No, I think we is he thirty five. I think Tommaso's thirty four, thirty five. They're right okay. around us. Okay. He's still pushing age. Okay, but I mean, but you yeah, have to think about it. Somewhere. He's a wrestler. Things, things have happened. So he's so when he says he's thirty six, he's thirty six in like dog years. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? He's a wrestler. He might be seventy two in dog years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, you know, he's on borrowed time. I was just waiting for Billy Gunn to come out. God, no. can you stop? Nobody. Billy Gunn's on. He's in the ocean somewhere. Like he's, they're still floating around like Nassau or whatever. No, he's he's dope ass and he's fucking swole shit. I, I can't believe how jacked he is. Do. Those are those are called drugs. Stereo, those are called steroids. You can also be hey, he, the anabolic workout. I'm not saying yeah. he doesn't work out. Yeah, I'm saying he doesn't rest like the rest of us after we work out. Yeah, well, he's it, like ooh. Gets into the hyperbolic time chamber. Well, this, also, we don't know this. He also no, punched. We actually know. That's why he doesn't work for WWE. Yeah, they had to fire him. They had to fire him because, because he, steroids. Because <laughs> he also punches holes in walls, like at like random moments. Okay, but he's a white person. What white people that drink? That, <laughs> that's drink, fair. That, that drink. That's, I think. I think you could have. You could have just stopped that. He's also a white person, Do and I think we understand Billy it. Gun facts Twitter. I should. He I should. like Billy Gun facts. I like Can it. Can we just uncover? Yo, Take your mask off, beast. I love, I, I love Billy Gunn oh Fact, by the way. Billy Gunn Fact, he's one of my favorite people on Twitter. Okay. I mean, so, because it's not, you. Not, not, nec- not necessarily <laughs> because, because of how hard he writes for Billy Gunn, but just like some of the shit he does. Like, like I know, like, uh, he, he, he's like a big supporter of Applebee's. Of Applebee's? Yes. The restaurant? Yes. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> and so, and so Respect, Apple- love yourself more, King. So. <laughs> <laughs> when Applebee's unveiled their uh, was it twelve ninety nine all you can eat ribs and shit, 
he made a little videos like, now it's a party. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking dope. Those aren't even like real pork ribs. They're like armadillo ribs. When I first hey. became single, like I had two Applebee's dates. Which I took a girl one time to Applebee's. I love what you said. When I, first, when I first became, when was this like, 99? Sure. Um, <laughs> again, no time stamps. But like I took one girl there. We've never been out since then. Mm-hmm. Another one, uh, okay. She rocked with it. Bless her heart. I I took one one time in Del Rio to Applebee's to get that's, margaritas. Oh, Del Rio though. Mm-hmm. That's like taking her to. You know what's funny? I want to go back to Outback. Why? I haven't been to Outback. You want in a blooming onion? I haven't I been wanna, there forever no, I wanna, either. I want trip on the Barbie, which is really just grilled shrimp. I was like, in a fancy gross, way. It's like grilled shrimp. Want a bop from the Barbie? From so the Barbie. Anyway, look. I'm gonna say it like this. I think the DIY uh, mustache mountain match was good. Was mm-hmm. Solid. It wasn't their best match either side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think there were some really good callbacks. I love like the revival callback with the the almost pin mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring. Um, I think there was a really dope callback to the Mustache Mountain win over uh, Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. That's actually a really good match. If you ever want to, you want to see them go at like mm-hmm. the thirty minute sprint, yeah. Undisputed Era versus uh, Mustache Mountain. Mm-hmm. On the network, nine ninety nine. Shout out, Vince. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting on my login if you need it. There Buck, you go, Bucky Vince. There you go. Watch that match, and you'll kind of see them moving at like full speed. But I do think they were saving a lot because I think they just know. You know, you got Gargano versus uh, Balor two weeks. You've got uh, Cole versus uh, Champa two mm-hmm. weeks, and they're just like, look, we know we got how many matches we got out of this guy. We got to kind of keep them the way they are. They gave the crowd what they wanted. Crowd loved it. Um, I liked it for what it was. I think it was a lot of fun. I liked the last like ten minutes, and I think when they really kind of kicked into gear, was really what we wanted to see versus yeah. like a lot of the uh, little playfulness at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But that's fine, you know. For I think for what the show was, let's get to the real point. Okay, here so we now go. We're here. So the milk truck pulled if you up. Follow me on yes. Twitter. The you milk may truck pulled up. You a video of me in a break room walking to a fridge. Getting milk out of the fridge. Talk to him. Walking away. Maybe looking into the camera a bit. What does that allude to? Possibly. That you like the your level milk. of attractiveness I find mm-hmm. in Caucasian women. You like your milk. It. Now. Nothing wrong with a strong Caucasian woman. Jokes are jokes. <laughs> until they're not jokes. You know it's yeah. not a joke. Huh. Tony Storm's not a joke. Yes. I was like, oh shit. <sighs> Listen. That's an attractive woman. That is elite milk. Yes. You hear me? Elite. Elite milk. Yes. Milk. Yes. That shit you buy at Whole Foods. You know what I mean? Like, That's you know, why I tweeted out. Why I tweeted out. I said, <sighs> I see why Cameron has the, the milk <laughs> the bit jokes, now. The jokes were fucking yes. funny, right? I was like, oh, like, oh. <laughs> this makes a lot of sense now. Okay. Yeah. No, um, it's like, different. That's a different. Like, it's not. Yeah. No lie. You know, Denny's grandson breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely would have eaten that off of her ass. But anyway, um, I'm, hold on. I'm gonna let she's you worth five ninety nine to you. No, off of her ass, yes. Listen. It's clearly an attractive. I mean, but they're they're littered with attractive women. That, I, that's and, not a joke. And this this ain't um, even like shots at Rhea Ripley because Rhea yeah. Ripley is amazing too. And I was just kind of no, like, hey, did you see what I, I said about Rhea Ripley? I was like, hey, Ramstein, get out the way. I'm trying to see something <laughs> here. Wow, I said every Rhea Ripley match is a strap match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because women are crazy like, attracted to her. I was like, bro, take a deep breath. Uh, yeah, women are very. I meant to talk to you about that tweet. It was, it was I was so in like the middle of what was going on. <laughs> You're right, but no. Um, aside from the women being attractive women. Those two, um, 
Outside of them, because you, Peanut, look. Yeah? Look at the phone. Make a, uh, there you go. Hold on. <laughs> these are, these are, the, these are, this is the exclusive. Like, is this I, you ringside? Yeah, this is. Oh my God. This, the, is, this is in Toronto. Okay. I, I can I can go back a little further. This that's, elite okay. milk. Jesus, you go everywhere, yeah. don't you? Oh, that's why I said I told you I'm international shows, man. I don't they don't they can't keep me you in really here. Aside from them being, we need to be that cool women, one day. I, hey, look, who, man. Who off top in WWE mm-hmm. would you say outside of like? Of course, you got Champion Gargano. Um, a couple other people come to mind. What two opponents are more familiar with each other than those two? Just off top in WWE. Period. In WWE. Outside of like Kevin Owens and, and Sami Zayn, Sami yeah, Zayn. Yeah, that's way up there. That's an easy um, one. Um, Orton and somebody probably. I would say like know. Cesaro and Cassius Ono. Sure, obviously. Sure. And these are going back to like indie years. So mm-hmm. They've been wrestling for like a really but I long think, time. I think recent history last two three years. Yeah, those are two of the most familiar opponents with each other. They can just walk out there and have a good match. Correct. To the point where I just like I kind of tuned out because yep. I knew I wasn't gonna see anything crazy yep. or anything bad because they know um, it was just good. Those two are just good. I think that match was. I, I got two things out of that match. Mm-hmm. Number one, Rhea Ripley's fucking over. Mm-hmm. The crowd loved her as soon as yep. her music hit. They loved her when she got Which her spots in. Which proves that Shayna was a, a successful champion. So let's go. Let's go. Let's let's talk about that. I've, I've seen a lot of people like hating on Shayna Baszler. You know, it makes no sense. You, wait. First of all, I feel like I know about wrestling. You watch as much as I watch. You watch exponentially more than me. But I appreciate that. We watch wrestling. We do the MMA thing. Like we watch all this. I take it off. Oh, okay. Got you. Um, we do the MMA thing. Mm-hmm. We know. What a fight or a beatdown should look like. Correct. And her specifically, she's beating your ass the whole match. Yep. It doesn't have to be her punching and throwing drop kicks and jumping on top rope. If she's beating the shit out of you, if she's breaking you down systematically, that works for me. I think she's great. Let's talk about it. I yeah. think wrestling fans have become so desensitized by and it was, it was one of those weird things. Peanut. No, you didn't do it. Well, I was <laughs> I was watching today and I started counting dives. Right, like how many times people we were gonna dive out of the mm-hmm. ring, mm-hmm. and every single match had a dive. Even that big ass dude at the end. Yep, everybody dived out of the ring, and it was one of those things that I've never really noticed until I noticed it, because it's so like, oh, here comes a dive spot. There, the person standing outside the ring waiting. Mm-hmm. It's worse in AEW because they just they're just like huddled in like a mass for like no reason mm-hmm. until like Orange Cassidy jumps out of the ring with his hands in his pockets. It's like. Fuck, he's not even in the match, but okay, sure, why not, right? Um, but one thing that Shayna does is Shayna wrestles, A, like a heel, mm-hmm. which is, it's not supposed to be flashy, it's not supposed to be fun, I'm supposed to hurt you, I'm supposed to make you quit, right? Mm-hmm. And two, she wrestles like somebody who knows how to fucking wrestle, versus like somebody who knows how to professional, who, who knows how to sports entertain. You know, and a lot of indie guys, and as somebody like me who watches like so much fucking wrestling that I watch, mm-hmm. I know like what sports entertainment looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like choreographed moves, right? The guy pushes him to the ropes. He slides to the right. Guy goes running by. Guy does, does an unnecessary flip. Guy ducks before the punch is thrown. Guy jumps before the kick is thrown. Guy waits. Everybody stops and does a pose. Crowd applauds. You know what I mean? And I think that even happened tonight. 
You know what I mean? But it just was like way smoother, so it looked somewhat good. But um, that shit is annoying. And when I watch Shayna, I go, oh shit, like she's trying to fuck her up. Mm-hmm. And this is like really good. And the crowd gets mad because they're like, why isn't anybody moving? And it's like, I'm watching the way Shayna was like working like that wrist lock. You know what I mean? And it's like, I was watching NXT before I came. Because I missed it on uh, Wednesday. So I actually missed when Keith Lee won his title. But I was watching her in the Shotzi Blackheart match. And I was watching her like work Shotzi's wrist. And it's such a small thing. But you're watching the way she's bending that wrist back. And you're like, what the fuck? That looks painful as shit. Which is what I should be thinking. And I'm thinking, yo, get the fuck out. How are you going to get it out of the hold? Shotzi gets out of the hold. She moves. It becomes a match again. And you're like, ah, that's what should happen. I should want to cheer for the chick with the green hair because the chick without the green hair doesn't like her. And it's such a small, minor thing, but it feels good to watch, you know? And this is where I think a lot of people get wrestling confused. They don't want to see this shit anymore. They want to see, they want to cheer for heels. They want to cheer for people because, oh, wow, they look cool and they cheat. And I don't know if there's like a microcosm of like the Make America Great Again generation who just believe in like getting ahead because of the color of your skin and not because you're talented, you know? But it's just one of those like really weird things where I think like the essence of like pro wrestling of like cheering for the bad guy and, or excuse me, booing for the bad guy and cheering, see, I fucked it up. And cheering for the, you know, cheering for the good guy is gone, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's where the whole Shayna Baszler and truthfully, if we want to go deeper, shout out to my man, Cocaine Corbin. Yeah. Uh, you know, people don't want to see Cocaine Corbin be a heel because, oh, he, he's not fun. Heels aren't supposed to be fun. They're supposed to be he assholes. Beat the shit out of you and be mean to you. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're but not no. supposed to sell um, merch. But teams. those two, it's only so much to say because they're super familiar with each other, had a good match. Yep. Um, yeah, it was just good. And, and it's funny, like, you don't want to see him again recently, but only because we've seen him so much, but you have to be invested. Like, they can put that on the main roster in a month. And people be like, oh, this is great. I've never seen these guys before. So, yeah. I mean, um, when Tony walks out at the Rumble and you start thinking about, oh, shit, Tony versus Charlotte, mm-hmm. Tony versus Sasha, Tony versus... Mm-hmm. Tony's done in NXT. Yeah. She lost to Kaylee Ray. She lost to Rhea Ripley. Yeah. She has cleaned out the divisions. She's lost to the people she needed to lose to. She gets to move on to the next territory. She's put on SmackDown tomorrow. Yeah. And... She's that good. How many matches you, you know, got? You got immediate matches. Yeah, that's one thing about their women's roster. Talk about it. And you know, just that they're, and it's been like this forever, mm-hmm. where whoever they have in the pipe is better than who they have in the main roster. It's not any of the main roster women's fault. They just didn't move up so fast. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the way they're the way that they pick talent and develop them. There's always somebody under. Like Ember Moon is the biggest example. Who, when she came up, was better than everybody who was on the main roster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, injuries kind of... Injuries and them not understanding the character kind of, you know, handicapped her. That's part of her fault, though. Shh, well... I don't want to talk about the Ember Moon character. <laughs> I love Athena. Listen, I love Athena yeah. the wrestler. Longer conversation when the Ooh. mics aren't on, but yeah. Again, um, elite chocolate milk. God damn. Uh, but she she don't, don't tell her that. So, Peanut... <laughs> The main yeah. event. Okay. Um, the Undisputed Era in Imperium. Yeah. Now, tell me how I, you felt. Wait, hold on. Yeah, can yeah I, I'm sorry. Can I ask one question before we get to that? Sure. What did you guys think about them calling uh, Rhea Ripley the NXT champion? That they've gotten rid of the 
the uh, male and female signifiers on their titles. That was something. Yeah. I know they announced it on the on the internet. This mm-hmm. is obviously when they announced her as the NXT champion, mm-hmm. and it was something that you, obviously you don't think about it until you think about it. Mm-hmm. And I, I this was one that I, I I felt like would be a good question. For I group. wish it happened when Shayna Baszler was champion, mm-hmm. um, because I think that her style, the way she carries herself. Um, the Dick respect that we have for her, we being a certain type of fan, you especially, uh, me a bit less so, but the, the respect that we have for her, the appreciation we have for her, I've called her for a long time the most complete champion in the company. And I, agree. And I mean that. So I, I wish that just with all of the positivity around her that they would have made the call then. My thing is this, and I even tweeted about it. To call somebody the NXT Women's Champion verbally and stylistically is overkill. So by definition, calling somebody the Men's Champion would be also overkill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and UFC, I think, does a great job. Even though if you go to read it in text, it'll say Women's Bantamweight Champion or whatever. When they announce it, they don't say that. It's just the Bantamweight Champion. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, it's understood that in WWE and UFC, men and women at that point don't compete with each other. So I don't have any problem with them saying that this person's NXT champion, this person's NXT champion. Um, because I think in that if you value your viewer and your paying fan, they're not stupid. Like they know that Shayna Baszler ain't in the same division as Adam Cole. Right. Or in this case, Rhea Ripley. So, I think it's fine. I do think that the right time to do it is on your biggest show right now instead of NXT UK or NXT UK or NXT UK or NXT. I think you do it on Worlds Collide and you say it and you don't acknowledge that you said it. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm good with it going forward because I don't think that you choose to be confused if it confuses you. Mm-hmm. Peanut, what do you think? I don't think about bullshit like that. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was that was your best answer ever. But it, because I, I feel like it's Ch- a champion's a fucking champion. I mean, who gives a shit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's I guess that's my thing, right? Like because this this is something that I'm I'm assuming is going to be you know company wide pretty soon. And I already saw people on the internet kind of making fun of it, mm-hmm. like oh well you know like when did she beat Adam Cole, you know which. You know, you kind of roll your eyes at a little mm-hmm. bit because you're just like, I know that Rhea Ripley is a woman. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I, my worry was because Rhea... With the strap. Listen. I'll keep going. Well, Rhea's, <laughs> brought this, Rhea's brought this up herself. You know, she was like, you know, some people think that I look manly, you know? And I'm like, yo, Rhea. I, I, I don't, baby. I don't um, at all, boo. Listen to... Listen, Rhea, listen to me. Listen to your boy. Let me get my little deep voice. Shut up, Peanut. I can kind of see that, yeah. God damn. Well, right. at, at least the, the picture they had of her, like mm-hmm. on the Titantron. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's got really sharp cheekbones. Hey, tell homeboy come through. But listen to me. She can look. Rhea can have every look. Rip tied me anytime. You hear me? Let's she can strap you know, me up, Cam. So she has, of course, she has like a black boyfriend. And Weez got bad at me. Yeah. And he was like, yo, you think you take the strap? I was like, maybe. Shit, that might be his thing. Like, that hey, might be their hey, thing. Hey, let that black man cook. I don't, tell, do. I don't tell what anybody. You close behind closed doors, do whatever you like. That's an attractive lady. As long as you ain't hurting a child or anybody else, you all right. But... That's what that was my worry was Hold that when it keep going when it was when it was her and I think if it would have been Shayna 
And maybe Shayna walks out and Shayna would have said, you know, I'm not the women's champion anymore. I'm just a champion. And you get that over. Versus it being like just a cold open. Yeah. NXT champion Rhea Ripley. And it was kind of jarring like to hear it out loud. And I was just kind of like, huh. Mm-hmm. You know, and particularly that like in the in the current uh, like wrestling climate, you know, when you you had the the Joey Ryan's and the whatever's of the world that I don't want to really get into. Shout out to Joe Duncan. Yeah, that's definitely not a shout out. <laughs> He's a fucking scumbag. But yeah, we don't want to get into. Is your finishing move going to be with your penis when you wrestle? Um, it can be if why did you think the, about it? For the money's right, he really thought about it. He's, see, Wait, well, there's it, two it, schools of thought with that. If the money's <laughs> right, absolutely will be. I I mean, I wonder about that. Okay, we'll keep well, going. Well, yeah. <laughs> if the money's right, yes, it will be. I respect it. Mm-hmm. I respect it. The nut. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah. That, there um, you go. There so you no, go. Yeah. The come up. Just, just come up. Now we're gonna come up with like really weird like. That's the chair you're taking back to your room, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, uh, the main event. I'm sorry, event. I didn't yeah, mean to. Because that, that question just, it just kind of, I was thinking about that shit. But Peanut, what do you think about the crowd reaction to Adam Cole's boom and baby? Um, as somebody not like accustomed to that, I thought mm-hmm. they could be weird. Um, to me, I didn't know what was going on. I was just like, okay, okay. like, this is a. Uh, it was a, like, they put eight white guys in the main event. Um, of course. And to me, it banged. What did you think about what you saw? I thought it was a very mid-match. I, I didn't really? care too much for it, yeah. Well, you know what's wow. interesting? Like you said, the four-way was so athletic. It was very good. So That's fluid. what I'm saying. It was so good. To and me, it was kind of like... If you put... Definitely you Eichner, either. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um... Definitely Eichner, O'Reilly, and Roddy. And Cole, too. I don't want to discredit Cole. But right. definitely Eichner and Strong. Yeah, his cardio. Those guys can... If you put them in that four-way match, it's better. If you take... I'm going to say if you take any of those four guys out. And Eichner, for whatever he lacks in personality, he can do all of the moves. Yep. Um, He's a fucking cruiserweight. To me... In what's a main event, which should be hard hitting, plus what can be athletic, to me that was amazing. I thought it was great. Um, you know, you had Alexander Wolf get hurt early. Mm-hmm. Luckily, get taken out early too to not make the issue any worse. Real shit. Shout out to the uh, the WWE staff for that. Absolutely. Because we've seen, and I mean, going back, especially because it's Royal Rumble weekend. And we, we, if I was actually at that that rumble where mm. CM Punk got the concussion, mm. and that was his, functionally his last match for WWE, and I remember him stumbling around and it was kind of weird and you're just kind of like, oh, you know, maybe he's just selling or whatever the case may be, and you don't really know what's going on. Then you find out later, you know, he's fucking concussed and he's trying to make his way through the match, mm. and then the Kyrie Zane incident from last month. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, you want to kudos to them yeah. for actually recognizing it. You saw the match kind of freeze for a second. They didn't, like, you know, kick him and kind of keep it going until they get him out of the ring. Because I've seen it. Like, I've seen Darby Allen wrestle an entire match concussed. How is he not dead all the time? Like, and that was at uh, Spring Break 2, you know, in, in New Orleans. He scares me when Listen, he wrestles. Do you know why he scares you? Because he's dangerous as shit. Yeah, and when he you jump backwards. Like, the coffin drop is the craziest thing ever. 
I'm not going to watch what I'm doing. I'm just going to fall backwards and jump really far. Listen to me. I watched him put himself inside of a uh, body bag. Put himself inside the ring. Have them. They, they did this whole theatrical thing where they brought him in the ring. Uh, Ethan Page and um, two other guys basically beat the, the bag up, threw the bag out of the ring, right to the floor. He didn't like land on like people or anything. Right to the floor. Understand, this is an indie show, so there's no mats. Like, oh, he took shit. a concrete bump. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, there's nobody really in that uh, bag. Like, why would there be somebody in the bag, right? Like, it's, that's the whole purpose of putting the, the, the bag. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker's going unzip the bag. He's in the bag. He took all those bumps. The unnecessary, stupid, this isn't going to make me like you anymore. It's just more of like, why would you do this? Then proceeded to like wrestle a match and do even more stupid shit. And it was, I'm sorry, we got on like a Darby. I, I don't like that type of shit. I've watched enough yeah, of this different. shit. I've not only have I watched enough of this shit, but I've, I've attended enough of like the, hey, let's go get like an autograph. And you watch these guys like walking around and they can barely get out of chairs. Mm. Or like if you've ever seen like Mick Foley walk like yeah. 10 feet, like that shit makes you sad mm-hmm. that you cheered for anything he's ever did. Yeah, peanut. You know what I mean? What? No, I mean, it's the, it's the he truth. He chose to do it. But he, no one no, held to put a gun to his head. Nobody put a gun to his head. Nobody chose it. I saw it. the gun. Damn. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I saw Rock put a chair to his head 13 times. Oh, my God. I can't even watch that shit anymore. Uh, no, I, I can. Like, that shit to me. It, but it's, They should still be doing that, but, you know. Uh, I, I like you a lot, Peanut. You're a good guy. <laughs> I respect your not give a fuckness. So, I, I'll but, say this. <laughs> just about that. Um, I thought... I, I love when Bobby Fish isn't injured. He's very yes. good. Kyle O'Reilly ain't had a bad match in ages. Roderick Strong, I, I can't say it. He's not going back to that trailer park. Listen. Every match. When Roddy Strong dies, they need to take his cardiovascular system and just put it in the Smithsonian. I'm saying. He never gets tired. We are going to buy that trailer park. He never, and we're going to flip it into houses for those people. Listen. We're going to turn it to downtown Houston. <laughs> so nobody can live there. Seven. Yeah, when the McDonald's We're closes McDonald's at seven. So yeah, <laughs> right. And, you know, Roddy is and just... Waterbury closes at seven. That's crazy. He, yeah, like it's it's weird that's to absurd. talk about how bad somebody wants it in a thing that's not an actual factual merit competition. Mm-hmm. He wants it better than everybody. Yeah. Everybody. He just has more go. Like as much as I love Velveteen Dream, a kid. Think about it. A young black kid from Maryland mm-hmm. who knows his worth, who has the thing that would have worked in the hottest era of wrestling yep. and can still do that, and we can all see it, and we know he's about to blow. As much as I love him, I don't want him to take the title or beat Roddy Strong. I want him to get his shit back. Yep. I'm rooting for a white man from a trailer park <laughs> to keep his win. That's how good he is. Um, I don't want to talk about Cole. Like, I, I, Peanut, what do you think about Adam Cole, who I joke on all the time Baby. for being the size of a grocery store bouncer? But he a grocery store. he's amazing. Like, he's okay. There was a lot of kicks and knees, and yo, can I tell you? No something? cap, real quick. No cap. You flipped out when he did the. Ishi Kuroshi, which I call the Stacy Kuroshi, because I really love that season of Saved by the Bell. Um, you flipped out when you saw that. He was on it. He was in his bag. Come on. He did that. He did that, and then I was like, okay, okay. All right. Tell me about Walter, really quick, before shows gets on. 
he was a big guy that could move. Okay. I'm going to tell you like this, man. Walter's a star. Yeah. And you get not right now. One day he will be, but not I, right th- now. Here's my thing, right? You know what you you know how you know Walter's a star? Mm-hmm. When Imperium came out, everybody was chanting USA, which is the dumbest shit ever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We don't even have to Well but, that, and then there's always there's that one incel behind us who was like, Walter's gonna get you and I'm thinking, but you I'm, yeah, but that's whatever, the thing. Yeah. But go back to that's yeah. exactly what I mean. That's actually what I was gonna yeah. get to. That as soon as all of the the United States jingoism ran off, which is funny because you know Texas is filled with a bunch of formerly Irish and German people, Mexicans. Just, yeah, listen, I mean, I'm not even gonna get into the fact that they stole the damn land, but we'll get into that later. Good job, peanut. Listen, what? but nah, as, soon as, still shit. as soon as they stopped, that's the one thing we didn't steal. Every yeah, they, they yeah, this was actually Mexican land. Well, but mm-hmm. anyway. No, people they, claim Aztec half the time. I respect it. Mine. Okay. Oh, Aztec is like. Listen, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Knock you on. Shout out to Guts. <laughs> Shout out to Guts. Agro Crag. Shout nigga. out to Mo. <laughs> In third place, we have Ingrid from Sweden. In second place, we have Robert from USA. Global, I watched Mike's show for a while though. Yeah, you I would have. I wonder what Mo's doing these days. You probably do one. I would have. I would have sold one of my current children to be on guts as oh, a yeah. child. Like, that shit the was. Crag. Look at the mm-hmm. aggro crag motherfucker. Yeah. I would have cooked motherfuckers on that shit. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah, I was like, you niggas are trash. I was, listen, I was working out like I was actually gonna get there. As a kid. <laughs> that's why I started. That's why I started for guts. That's why I started doing push ups. I would hit the motherfucking. I would hit the the monkey bars like yo. You know, what used to I'm really piss me off. Child. What's up? Legends of the Hidden Temple. When those dumb motherfuckers cannot put together that goddamn monkey. That motherfucker is three pieces. Listen. It's a base, a, a fucking stomach, and a head. And they're over there putting the base and trying to jam oh. the head. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't get me started. No, I'll be so mad. Like it's like I want nine, ten years old. I'm like that dumbass to, fucking that Caucasian shit used to kids, piss man. Me off. Like how the fuck do they get on the show? <laughs> oh, holy shit. Um, look. <laughs> Go back to the shit. So, every time they tease the tag to Walter, you can feel the temperature in the mm-hmm. room change. Yeah, no. And everybody's hype for him. That's the that's the mark of a star, right? Mm-hmm. That when people are waiting for that tag and they're waiting for that tag and they're waiting for that tag, and it finally happens, and you're like, oh shit. And it does help, in fairness, that he is. He looks like a legit, like older, like eighties, nineties wrestler. Yeah, he's throwback yeah. wrestler. He's Absolutely. he's a legit 6'4", 300 pounds. But he, he looks like it, he but he moves. He moves yeah. like a he moves like a younger guy. And this, ironically enough, is why which Keith, I liked about it. Yeah, this is why Keith Lee gets over because Keith Lee is again a legit wrestling size, mm-hmm. but he moves like a fucking cruiserweight, and so it makes you go, "Oh shit, you're like that." He defies the laws of physics. Walter, but McMahon somewhere like stroking his dick when he sees him wrestle. Hey, look. That being said, like Walter really wrestles old school. Chops, yeah. power. Think about that. They teased that power bomb that he won the match with the entire match. Yeah. That's how you knew he. As soon as he hit it, I was like, oh, that's the end of the match. Because they kept stopping. Because he tried. He tried to power bomb Cole. He tried to power bomb Fish. He tried to power bomb Roddy. He tried to power bomb uh, O'Reilly. And they that was stopped a great it. Great tease. Yep. Yeah. And so you knew when he finally folded him over, that's the match. Yeah. And 
that right there is, again, the mark of a star. It's the mark of this is the person that we want to build this match around. We want to build around the fact that he's supposed to be scarier than everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they did that well. Um, obviously, losing Wolf kind of threw off yeah. the vibe mm-hmm. of the match. Mm-hmm. You can kind of tell they had some spots planned around it being four on four. Yeah. Um, but, again, these guys are all fucking <laughs> pros. Mm-hmm. And again, that's where you you get that feeling of like, yo, these are yeah. these are pros. They figured it out. Once they kind of got back into the groove of their match, mm-hmm. they they built around all that shit and it worked. You know, I love the tease of the the power bomb spot. I love Walter fighting out of the power bomb spot. Mm-hmm. You know, with all three guys jumping on him, he's just chopping away. You know, I think, um, I think just uh, the fact that my buddy that uh, doesn't watch wrestling that came with me tonight. Mm-hmm. When he saw Walter, I think the first reaction for him was like, I'd like to see him against Brock Lesnar. Yes. And for somebody that doesn't watch wrestling, I mean, very casually, to say that shows yep. the star power of Walter. Mm-hmm. Just the size and the ability. Yep. Like, that's who he went to. So they're doing something right with him. Yep. And I want to see that continue. I think that's it, right? Like, if you want to see him against somebody else, that's how you can see the potential in him. And I think that that's the... His his issue um, for those who don't know like the background like he doesn't want to travel, right? So NXT UK he'll come over for like spot shows like this basically, but he's not gonna do like the the normal like three hundred days you know on the road. He yeah, doesn't he shouldn't. Live. That's good. No, I, I I think knowing your worth and knowing that hey I can just do these shows, I think he's fine with that. I think that's okay yep. too. Um, I do think that you know, and he's actually I think he mentioned it in like an interview a couple of days ago. He was like, he wants to have that match with Brock Lesnar, right? Keith Lee wants to have that match with Brock Lesnar. And I think that you have these guys who, getting that stare down, like, I mean, think about that Roman Reigns, uh, Keith Lee stare down at Survivor Series. Yeah. That's an immediate, man, I was at home, I lost my shit. It was so good. You know, now, you know, that we can go deeper into that. Like, hey, this is a black man having this opportunity, you know? Somebody who's followed his career. Like, he's on my fucking, my bag. You know what I mean? Like, I literally carry him around. But, um, you really have these, these segments. And I think that's where I said, like, Walter's star power. was the, As soon as ev- all the, the jingoistic bullshit, the USA chants went out the window, it was like, wait, I got to see what this guy does. And as soon as he started laying chops in the chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got some silliness out of him when he did the, uh, he mocked Kyle O'Reilly. You know, that was really cool. Um, here's my question, though. Mm-hmm. Who's the worst wrestler in UE? Ooh. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's Fish, and it's not his fault. You think it's Fish? It's Fish, and it's not his fault. Ooh. But I can only say it's Fish because Fish has a smaller body of work in NXT because of injury. Injury. But he has a banger with Velveteen that people should go and watch. I think O'Reilly is propped up by, like, O'Reilly is the best pay-per-view wrestler in WWE. He doesn't have a miss the whole time he's been in WWE. And I do consider NXT to be a pay-per-view, and every match he's been in has been a banger. Um, I think Adam Cole, for everything that he lacks, is still superstar saddled. Like, that's still his position. And then Roddy... Like, for the things I don't like about Eminem, that's what Roddy is to me. Like, I'm like, damn, this white boy can do this shit. 
Um, so it would be fish, and it's not fish's fault. But if I have to rank them, it would be. Put them in order. Let me hear this. I'd love to hear this. Okay. Today, just today, mm-hmm. right now, it's Roddy Cole O'Reilly fish. But that's A plus, A plus, mm-hmm. A B. Like, they're still all that good. Um, I just think, I think Roddy's that good. I think that Cole, if you take out that Daniel Bryan match and whatever we got from that Rollins match, mm-hmm. you take those out, I think it's harder to rate him. But I've seen him against the very best. And I've, I've seen him when he's not against the very best. And I think that one thing we have to do with him, we can't hold Gargano 2 and Gargano 3 against him. I think they were asked to do too much. The best I've ever seen Adam Cole is Adam Cole and Jordan Miles. Um, because You think that was better than him and Ricochet? Here's why I'll say it was better. Because... Rest in peace, Jordan Miles. <laughs> bless his heart. He had to play veteran, not falling for quote-unquote rookies moves. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole was like a ring general in a way I've never seen him be. I thought it was amazing. Okay. Um, and that sold me on him going forward. Uh, Roddy Strong, I don't know what match was the turning point with him, but it was just one day I was like, oh, shit. Like, whenever I found him from that trailer park and watched him, I was like, oh, shit. He's never going back. He's going to kill whoever's across from him as many times as he has to to make sure that the lights stay on. He moved. He went back to the shitty little boots. <sighs> That's what he was? If you, if you, so because I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, shitty little boots. Yeah. So he switched back to the shitty little boots, and I, he went back to that that old ROH. He was vanilla ninja to me, I like mean, a bunch of guys until he wasn't, and I was like, oh shit! And it wasn't even just him going to undisputed era. Well, you just one day I was like, oh shit! Well, you know what burned him, right? Mm. It was when uh that fuckface Austin Aries <laughs> got hurt, right when they were getting ready to do Dusty Classic. That'll do it. They were they were supposed to bring bring back their tag team. Remember, he got hurt. And so that screwed Roddy, and it screwed, I mean, I'd say screwed Austin. He's a fucking scumbag. Mm-hmm. But um, how the fuck do you lose Selena Vega outside of being a fucking scumbag? I know how. I mean, no, I, we know how he did it, but shout out to my man Tommy and Aleister Black, by the way. Listen, man, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. There are a lot of relationships <laughs> where... Even though the man and the woman get along just fine, mm-hmm. one of them may want a certain thing at a certain time. Right. You might not be in a position to give them that, and all of a sudden, things have changed. Okay. Don't ask me how I know. Yeah, let's keep it. I just... Right, right. Oh. So, but what I want to know, can you educate me? Did you watch Kyle O'Reilly's run as the world champion in ROH? I did, actually. Yeah, so how, how would you rate that? Can I, I tell I you something? It, so. Can I tell you this? I used to hate Kyle O'Reilly. Okay. Like, despise Kyle O'Reilly. I hate... So, one thing that has, like, bothered me in, like, wrestling is, like, the, the proliferation of, like, the MMA. Mm. Um, I think that a lot of guys, like... It's like CM Punk. CM Punk's a perfect example of this, right? Absolutely. I'm going to throw in some MMA stuff because I want my wrestling to look really realistic when, in reality, it, it looks worse than you just doing fake wrestling shit. Like, hey... A snapmare or an, an Irish whip. I know that shit's fake. I know I can't just grab somebody by their arm and they're going to magically start running. 
But hey, it's cool. You know, like, let's wrestling shit. Let me live with that. But when you're trying to do, like, holds and shit that you don't really know how to do, yeah. it looks bad. Um, that was Kyle O'Reilly for a minute when I watched him ROH when he had the title. Then I went to Bola. Um, Bola 2016. And I saw him versus Matt Riddle. That was the match that sold me on Kyle O'Reilly. Where I was like, this motherfucker can go. Uh, and part of me was like, maybe it's just Kyle O'Reilly. You know, and... Um, or maybe it's Matt Riddle, you know, because Matt Riddle makes everybody look good. For sure. But then he had a couple other matches after that. He did a match with, uh, he's now Cameron Grimes, but, uh, Trevor. Yo, really quick. Who's the problem? (laughs) Trevor Lee's the problem. So so my, my uncle Bruce Mitchell's been hyping him up for years. He's a problem. And I watched him a few times. I was like, oh shit. He's a problem. This guy is good. Like, of course they can't control it. And this is not me being anti-black, but... If they had 2020 vision in hindsight, yep. they would he would have beat Jordan Miles. Oh yeah, that kid is good. He's good. Like I, I hate that the idea that everybody who's athletic is a savage. Like I hate that every football player considers himself a savage. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, you're just playing good football. Yep. You're just swatting passes and running fast. But no, he wrestles like a savage. Like like he, Carolina Caveman. He's so good. Yep. Oh my God. He's. And I remember at that bola actually, because he was he he ended up in the final match, top three, and nobody could figure it out because we were like, "Fucking Trevor Lee!" <laughs> like you're so when you're if you, especially if if I showed you like if you actually go back and look at the field of wrestlers that were there, right. you're like Trevor fucking Lee. That's the guy that they chose for this. Then you watched him, and you're like, "This motherfucker is amazing." Yeah, he is. You know what I mean? He made a fan of me that night. You know that the, over that three days. Yeah. And Kyle O'Reilly made a fan of me. And I, after that, I was like, oh, shit, let me watch this guy go. Mm-hmm. Well, um. Can we talk about these hoes now? Whoa, whoa, wait. No, okay. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, there. pour me one more before we talk about yeah. the hoes. So here's, here's what we're going to do. I haven't drank enough to talk about the hoes. Chef, let them what know. What do you want? I got it for you. My shit, man. The same thing? Oh, come on. Okay. I think I've been let them know um, where they can find your, your tweets, where they can find your articles, where they can find your music. Put that out there in the world for us. Oh, shit. I didn't even talk about none of that. I've been, like, real cool. So, just in case y'all don't know, man, um, you can find me right now. Twitter did me dirty uh, after the Eagles lost to the fucking Seahawks. They did you dirty or, or you went a bit overboard? No, they did me dirty because I, like, I, you look, I know when I go overboard, mm-hmm. all right? I, I would have took the L if I went overboard. Mm-hmm. But the irony here is I was actually talking to somebody else about the Eagles, like the football team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I said was I wish they beat this bitch up with a, a bag full of doorknobs. Again, I'm talking about, Philly of you. Yeah, I'm talking about a football team. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a generic quote. Apparently, Twitter and their mysterious algorithms thought I was talking about a person. And so they banned my account. Um, I'm, of course, I started a new one. Uh, you can follow me at Scorsese, S-C-O-R-C-E-S-E-J-I-H-A-D. So Scorsese Jihad, um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jihad has been my nickname pretty much since I was like 18 um, and it's kind of moved from there but you can follow me there um, I encourage it actually kind of funny uh, I do make music um, I've been making music for a while now primarily like wrestling slash like rap related stuff uh, pretty dope I think I just actually did a record uh, based on the life and times of Stokely Hathaway aka uh, Michael Bivens and it's super dope yeah, it's <laughs> super. Dope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's entitled Dream Team. Um, you can actually find that anywhere right now. I'll flat out tell you, I have like the best merch on the internet. It's very good merch. Um, super, super dope shit. 
It's like claymation toys. toys. Yeah, cool. like actual figures. It's pretty dope. Oh, I was, I was like, toys? I was like, no, no, no. We're, that's for the hoes. I ain't drink this yet. We don't talk about that. All right, we'll get to that. But uh, you can find my music um, at Griff, G-R-I-F-F-X, Scorsese, S-C-O-R-C-E-S-E, dot bandcamp, dot com. If you want to listen to any of my records, if you want to pick up anything, um, you can also begin looking me up. Uh, uh, most of my music on streaming. Everything else will be dropping, I think, like next week. Uh, score, type in Scorsese, S-C-O-R-C-E-S-E, and pretty much everything will pop up, including my stuff with my group, The Zip Squad. Um, again, um, really dope Philly, Philly-based rap. Uh, of course, it has a lot of my own influences and shit in it. I also write. Um, I'm actually here, uh, much like Cam. And Peanut, they're doing some work uh, with their own publication. I'm doing some work right now with the Houston Style Mag, uh, doing some writing. So you'll check my writing based on Worlds Collide and some other stuff there. You can also check out my Medium page, The Writer Jihad. Um, I wrote a little article piece on GCW uh, taking black culture and using that to celebrate their own talent, um, including a Nazi, which is kind of weird. We'll get into that. And um, my other piece I did on Cody Rhodes uh, borrowing black culture in order to promote himself much like his father dusty Rhodes, did son of a preacher man you know that shit you know what i mean but whatever right uh white people still black people shit all the time and use it to make money peanut <laughs> i was still shit you're not even white i don't know look it's like it's like remember i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. part native american i get everything stolen from me hey, hey i like that i like so, that thank song. you so much my for contributing i'm glad we got to Take Peanut to a wrestling show. It's always good to mm-hmm. hear a lapsed fan's perspective. I was really looking around. I'm like, you can't beat me up. You can't beat me up. You can't beat me hey, up. You can't be, beat me up. To be fair. the crowd, not the wrestlers. Yeah. To be fair, I yeah. do that shit too. I've only ever had to actually beat up one wrestling fan ever at a show in Orlando. I had to choke a guy out. Felt good, didn't it? Oh, badass. No, nah, that motherfucker. Because, I mean, that shit felt great. It was funny as shit. How you get mad at me? Cause Sandman, Sandman was walking. So you know Sandman from ECW. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah, he I was walking around drinking cat. beers. Yeah, and you know, I, me and my, me and the homie Renee call so the front row boys because we sit front row at all our shows. Mm-hmm. Kind of our thing. Um, and I was sitting in my chair. Well, I wasn't sitting. I was standing on top of my chair. I ain't gonna hold you. And White Bull got mad. He was like, "Yo, you gotta sit down." And I was like, "No, motherfucker, you need to stop being broke and get a better seat." No. Hey, like I keep it real. I keep it real all the time. I mean, that's true. Yeah, you. I was like, you can't get mad at me for being comfortable. So he pushed me, like he like nudged my leg. I said, bro, you touch me one more time, like it's violence. Conversation ends. He did it again. I turned around, I choked him the fuck out in front of his girl. Um, Did you fuck her? No, no, no. She she allegedly was a lawyer. She tried to call the cops on me, so I had to duck out of the building. Shout out to D.A. Brewer, because D.A. Brewer actually got me out of the building. All right. Wow. D.A. got me out of the building. Because, like I said, man, I've been been watching wrestling live for, like, Mm -hmm. years. You know what I mean? I go to a lot of shows. I average around. Yeah, so I'm kind of picking up that that you go to a lot of these shows and shit. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I kind of picked up throughout this conversation. yeah, yeah. Like, when you're like, oh, yeah, this show in Toronto. I'm like, god damn, you're everywhere. Yeah. Like, like if you, again, for your 999, mm-hmm. if you watch a lot of these shows, you'll you'll see the straw hat. Like, I pop up. Kind of like, kinda like the, the guy who, who used to, I don't know if he still he's goes, but I know, like, 11 years ago, and he was actually WrestleMania. I met him. Sign guy? No, no, the, the guy that would. Uh, Superman? No, no, he, he would wear the blue shirt with the red hat. I met him at a TV yeah. show. I met him at WrestleMania 25. He doesn't go anymore. Okay. So now you have the dickhead in the green shirt that sits up front, mm-hmm. the, the smiley face. Like he's one of the guys. Like I got plans to like punch in the face. Do it because he fucks list. up shows. Um, 
Sign guy, of course, retired. Um, you got like the little front row Illuminati guys that just spend like tons and tons of money mm-hmm. to to ruin shows. Like they ruin them, like like when you watch them on TV. Right. They never react to anything, and you know, like the best shows are when people are reacting, right? Yeah. Like especially when the crowd is like live, mm-hmm. it makes you like get live for Absolutely. it. You know, and so when the crowd is like, eh, you're kind of like, eh, shit, you mm-hmm. good. That's what they do, and. They're that's jerks true. about it. They do it on yeah. purpose. I hate that shit. That's kind. Of, that's kind of funny, but it's pretty fucked up. It, it it would be funny like if it was like you know every once in a while like you want to poo poo something, yeah. but when you do it at like every show, and you realize like how much that they're paying to do this shit because they're not buying the that tickets, no uh, like off the like when they first on sale like they're spending like thousands of dollars just to be dickheads, yeah. and it's like bro like what are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, I mean, if you got the money, fuck it. Why not? Fuck this is money. what we're doing. But yeah, I see your point, though. There you go. February the 22nd, Saturday, Austin, Texas. Whoop. South Congress podcast, episode 100, live. Expect Jay, myself. you're going to be there this time. Okay, oh, Jay, Jay is going to be there. Uh-oh. Expect myself, expect Peanut, expect special guests, expect games. That's video games, hey, live games, so. Peanut with yeah. shots. My mother will be making a pound cake. You know how that goes. Yep, I'll pick it up uh, when I need to. Video games, um, toy displays, comic books, the whole nine. You know, Miles get again. Show. No, no, you know what, Miles, you can't get it because you fucked up the last one. <laughs> what do you fuck up? But you, well, when it broke, remember? What broke? The pound cake. Oh, that was still dope. Well, yeah, it's still good. Yeah. It's still good as fuck. Can I ask? Is, is uh, Little Mike gonna be in? Yes, team? he is. Little Mike's gonna be there. Little Lee's gonna Mike be there. A little. I think uh, EJ. Is probably gonna show up. We're having a game established for Yes, MVP. Okay. We're trying to get. I'm trying to get Romel to get there too. Romel get there. Then you know what's gonna happen. Seahawk is gonna lay. They're gonna go. Dun 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 I want to thank my man Shells for being on with us. Glad my we G. got to link. Mm-hmm. Glad we got to take Peanut to a wrestling show. It's pretty cool. I um, liked it. It'll overall. probably be another week before we get to talk about the Royal Rumble experience <laughs> for Peanut. Um, quickly and I'm really, really fast. I'm definitely for uh, Al Snow. Lightning moves. Shout out to Al I Snow. Have, Shout out to Al Snow and Head. I have Shayna Baszler and Roman Reigns winning their respective Rumbles. Shells, who you got? <sighs> winning the Rumble. Uh... Truthfully, it's probably going to be Roman Reigns winning the Men's Rumble. I have Luke Bushwhacker winning that shit. Okay. Boom. He he didn't last two seconds in the last one. That's why. Who'd you choose for the Women's Rumble? Uh, Shayna. Shayna? So, would she be challenging Becky? Yes. Yes. I have Medusa winning that shit. Damn it. Here. I heard Ronda's in town, though. I was going to say Ronda. Ronda was my, was my, my, my surprise. I was really surprised how small, I guess, like, or how young Sasha Banks looked. Yeah. She like, like, I, like so I, thought, I, thought, I, thought, I thought it was like, I thought she looked like a fucking kid. She's very, yeah. Minute. I know, it's like I said, you know. You realize, like, Sasha's yeah. like 5'1". She's slight. No, but not even that, but like in the face, like, she looked like a child. Of course. Mercedes is. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, like, like I said, you know, you know, nice person, but I was just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, mm-hmm. when y'all were like. Fan, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like, that's the best American women's wrestler. Here's a here's a bigger question. Like, did you realize that like Sasha used to carry weed for fucking uh, Summer Rae? 
It's a South Congress podcast. <laughs> That's a, that'll always that'll always like blow my mind that she was like Summer Rae's weed carrier for like a go. year and a half. That they thought, number ninety seven. <laughs> so little of fucking Hot Sasha 97. Banks Guys. and Charlotte. Don't forget Charlotte was the other weed carrier in the BFFs. Guys, shout out the beautiful go. people. A four star rating <laughs> is a friendship. A uh-huh. five star rating is love. Ooh. Give us five stars in your respective podcast. I may eat you out. Um, so is a six star rating like a Meltzer driver? Definitely Meltzer. That sounds like a bad porn. That new podcast in Japan is six stars. South Carolina's podcast. Oh, that'd be dope. Episode 97. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. And we're out. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discuss? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.